podcast for all things Airtable. We are now in our season eight, the live show. For this season, we are doing our show live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern. You can find us on our Built On Air YouTube channel or visit us at builtonair.com live. Our new live show is an hour-long variety show with four different segments every week. Before we start the episode, I want to highlight our primary sponsor, OnToAir.com. If you haven't seen what's new with OnToAir, you need to check them out. Any business dependent on Airtable will love their tool set. From automations to backups to their new Amplify editor that runs within Airtable, they have everything you need to be successful on Airtable. With that, let's check out today's episode and see what we built on air. All right, welcome everyone to the Built on Air podcast. This is season eight, episode number two, and we are excited to have you. We are live on YouTube, and welcome to anyone joining us, either live or watching this later. My name is Dan Feathers. I am one of the hosts of the podcast and founder of OpenSide. We also run OnToAir suite of products and also are the core founding company behind the Built On Air community. And we are glad to have you. On today's show, we have with us Camille back again. Welcome, Camille. Hello. We also have Hannah, also a new host with us. Hello. Camille and Hannah, why don't you both uh, do a quick introduction? Um, Hi, everyone. I'm Camille. Um, I've been a host for Built On Air for quite a while, and I'm excited to be back for episode two. Yeah, I am Hannah Wigginton, and uh, I do marketing and writing, and I'm kind of an Airtable fanatic, so I am excited to be here. All right, we're glad to have you both with us again, and um, Allie was on last week's show, and she may be on future shows, but we're going to always kind of try to get some new faces on here and meet new people, so it's good to have um, both of our hosts with us today. So for today's show, we're going to, as a summary of what we do on this show, we do a couple different segments where we walk through different things and kind of a variety show. Um, I describe it as kind of the Tonight Show for for Airtable. And so you'll see lots of different um, types of segments that we'll be doing. We always kick it off um, our first segment, which is what we call Round the Bases. And what we'll be doing is kind of going through and seeing what's going on with the Airtable communities that are around there, get you some exposure to different discussions of what's going on, um, and you can feel free to dig in deeper into these communities. So with that, we will see what's going on. We always like to start with Airtable's uh, community site and see what people are talking about there. Um, I don't know if either of you have discussions that that you've been involved with uh, in the community. The one thing I was going to point out, um, usually it seems like Airtable at the end of the month is now doing kind of a monthly recap of of what they've uh, released. And so they just released their update for for April and what, what new features got released in April. So let's take a look here. Um, it wasn't as big of an update as the month before. March was a really big month as far as product updates within Airtable. This month, they, they added some improved help. You can see in this 
in this screenshot of ways to get access to all of their, their help articles. So that makes it easier when you're in the app to try to get the help that you're seeking. So that's a nice added benefit. Um, what else did they add? I noticed, and I'm not sure if this is recent, but just adding some of uh, the templates uh, directly into my base, they now do like a walkthrough of how to use it and um, kind of like tool tips to really walk you through your base um, and help you get set up and get started. Yep, yep, yeah, I've, I've noticed that as well. That's helpful to get started. Similar to if you've used Zapier, Zapier kind of has those templates to get started, so similar approach there. Uh, so looks like Android for all the Android fans, uh, myself included. Looks like their their app got better with a calendar view, so that's a nice addition for the mobile app. Um, if you're using Box, it looks like they added a new field for their their Box Sync, and then some permission reconnecting. So relatively small update, nothing too groundbreaking. Um, but yeah, we'll keep you posted on new, new stuff that gets added. We always like to always like to stay on top of um, new stuff that they're added. Any other conversations happening on the Airtable community? Um, from my perspective, they've been kind of standard, and I, I am going to be covering one kind of theme of conversation that I've noticed on the community forums recently. Yeah. 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 yeah I think it's it was relatively. Um, you know, standard week. We won't go into all the different, you know, just general questions. I don't. I don't think there's too many heated topics or anything. It's always interesting when you see like a really old, um, you know, comment like this, and then people, you know, are still. <laughs> yeah. So here's a nice one. So yeah, if they could put inline images into the rich text field, they're moving first thing in the morning there table. So that's, that's a showstopper for this person, apparently. Um, yeah, so mostly just general support mm -hmm. going on. There was a brief, I believe, API outage um, recently. Yeah. And I think there were a few people asking about that, but it seemed like it was recovered in, you know, less yeah. than half an hour. So yes. I don't think it was major. Yeah, one place to go, Airtable's uh, support on um, their API outages is, is maybe not the best. Um, this company, Sync Inc., um, keeps track of the API outages. And it was interesting, though, they, they actually didn't capture the one from, from yesterday. But there, there definitely was an outage for about 10 minutes. Um, and so I guess it didn't pick, show up on their radar. but. Definitely was, you can kind of see there, there was some hiccups that they noticed, but not, not complete outages, so. All right, why don't we move on? Um, in the Built on Air community, so Built on Air, builtonair.com, we track everything that's going on. You can see roundups. Um, we actually summarize some of the discussions that are going on. So you can check that out on here. You can get our podcasts. Um, and previous podcasts with everything. And so there's a lot of great content on there. 
Um, and then we also have a Slack community. And if you join our Slack community, builtonair.com slash join, and join our Slack community, there's, there's we're approaching uh, 800 people, uh, actually maybe closer to 1,000. So a lot of, lot of people going on in there. There's, there's people helping each other. It's a great way to get, you know, kind of more instant access. There's people alive and they're helping. You see here's somebody asking about um, linked records and how to deal with the, the commas and whatnot. And so great resources on, on uh, <laughs> and then Hannah's getting involved there. So good. <laughs> yeah, I have to uh, keep track of all the little tips and tricks that... Uh, you can do an air table. There's so many, and if I, I read about them, and then I forget them months later, and then I go, I know that's out there. And uh, so, just to put it all together. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we should have kind of a community uh, table that everybody <laughs> could put new tips in. Mm -hmm. I like that idea. We could do that. Here's an interesting one somebody just posted this morning, uh, Russell, about, you know, page designer. That that seems to come up a lot of, uh, you know, love-hate relationship with page designer. Like, it's pretty good for for a lot of things, but when when it breaks, it, it, it's kind of a, a showstopper. So he's looking for a third-party resource that, that has some of the functionality of page designer. And there are resources out there for creating like PDFs and documents off of uh, a record, but he's looking for kind of more of an interactive um, way to navigate through them like you can see in Page Designer. But my understanding is most of the third-party tools that are external to, to Airtable um, don't, don't have that level of functionality. It's really more for pushing data in and generating a PDF or image or something like that. I think um, that's the case, yeah. I, yeah. Don't, I don't really know if they have an in-Airtable component that would allow you to go previous and next record like he's uh, asking for. Yep, yep. Like I said, I did like Scott's uh, response. Um, I'm going to have to give him a plus one for that. <laughs> He mentioned our Amplify product, which does definitely allow you to navigate. It's not a full page designer application, but definitely allows you to navigate and lay out your, your data. It's more for interacting with your data versus kind of displaying it in a layout, although um, some of that is, is on the roadmap as well. So, so we're, we're moving and supporting that in the future. So that's kind of, um, yeah, lots of stuff. I always like to see showcase. Um, looks like somebody's building. Uh, Russell's been, been active in our community. Um, people always share what they're working on. I've been doing the trick. So, all right, let's move on to Reddit. I was noticing Reddit, um, Reddit gets a little bit more technical. I think Reddit is kind of more of a technical audience. And so there's a lot of programming specific questions I've noticed in there. So if that's what you're into, then Reddit might be a good place. Although we also have in the built on air community, there's lots of um, developer questions and people that, that know that as well. But I was going to follow up. Last week we talked about the, the billing issues 
and the person who um, had a $400 bill that they weren't expecting, apparently Airtable refunded them fully, so they're very happy. And so that one ended um, on, uh, on a good note. So that's good. <laughs> yeah, I will say I have an obscene amount of Airtable credits, and every now and again I will forget to transfer them to a workspace. Mm. And so, like, they charge me for it. And every time I've been like, hey, can you <laughs> run that back for like an hour so I can, you know, apply my credits? And they've done it every time. They're, yeah. they're pretty. I haven't had a problem with that yeah. kind of request yet. Yeah. Yeah, Airtable. That's a good. That's a good insider tip. Of um, Airtable is very generous in in giving out credits through different means. Um, there's some third party sites out there. Joinsecret.com is one that you can get. Although that one now you have to pay. You used to be able to. There was a way where you could get uh, two thousand dollars worth of credits um, without paying. So I know I took advantage of that as well as many of my my clients. Um, they now, I think it's down to a thousand dollars and, and it's, you have to pay for their service, um, to get that, but still, still uh, I think I, I got a $500 credit, um, you know, back when he first started that for Airtable, but you know, the, the cost for it now, I think is still around a hundred dollars, which still means you can, you know, buy a yearly and yep. get 400 of, cre of credit. So. Yep. Yeah, still, still worth it. Where, Camille, you got yours from developer. Uh, uh, yeah, as a as a side perk to um, being one of the winners of the hackathon, I got I forget the number, but I uh, I gamed it out. It was like twenty five years worth of Airtable. Like <laughs> if I if I used Airtable by myself, I was like, that's a lot. <laughs> Seems like I have way too many credits <laughs> so yeah Very good. I'm, I'm swimming in air table credits that's good here's an interesting one hmm did you respond to this camille no i actually haven't seen it <laughs> master calendar what air table master calendar so I don't, I don't think they're referring to yours so no. camille on last week's episode shared um her application called master calendar mm -hmm. that's an amazing calendar app that you need to check out in the marketplace and maybe it will solve this person's question it might uh just a cursory glance it seems like they might be wanting to do different bases so if they sync a table from each of those bases into a new base that has, you know, kind of an overarching thing, then I think the answer would be yes. Because right now Master Calendar can only pull from one base, but any table, um, any number of tables, I think they're asking for the reverse. Many bases, you know, one or two tables each. Yeah. We'll have to give a plus one. It looks like they link to your app. Oh, cool. See, the work has been done for me. Yeah. Nice <laughs> when, when other people... I released at a good time. Yeah. So we'll give them a plus one for that. All right. So, yeah, that's... So a lot of these are technical. Um, building a UI on top of Google Sheets. Um, Airtable's backend, how it's structured. This is an interesting technical discussion. There's actually a, 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 um, 
an article on, on Medium from the Airtable dev team that talks a little bit about some of their, their technical background. So if you, if, you want, if you want to dive deep into the technical side of Airtable, they do share, they have a blog where they, the developers talk a little bit what's going on under the hood. So that's what's going on. <laughs> Yeah, so a lot of, um, you, you get a lot of people asking, you know, is Airtable right for us? Of course, the answer is yes. <laughs> Except you for can make it do whatever you want. <laughs> so it looks like they had some outdated information that was pre-automations. So interesting, interesting discussion going on there. Mm -hmm. All right, why don't we move on to Facebook and let's see, I want to refresh because we might get a comment from Hannah. There we go. <laughs> Got our post there about today's episode. And either of you have been involved with, with this community? Uh, I've just given it like a cursory glance. There was one again about the temporary outage, but it seems like that was resolved really quickly. So, it, you know, not too much activity on that one. Yep. Yeah, you get a lot of, you know, questions. Um, pretty, pretty good uh, help happening here. Um, you get people asking for for uh, consulting work. So if you're doing consulting, this might be a good place to find some some jobs to pick up. Yeah, there, there are a few um, kind of universal questions, if you will. There's one about um, what's the best kind of interface for Airtable. And then there's another one about um, improving auto numbers so that they have leading zeros. Um, and I think that one was resolved in the Facebook uh, group this week. Yeah. Yeah, one, I know there was um, discussion earlier in the week about um, not just Airtable being down, but the views having issues. Mm -hmm. um, and actually one of my one of my customers said it really messed them up because it was like the filters and the views weren't working correctly. And so he thought that he had lost data and was changing it and then it came back and he had duplicates and all sorts of weird stuff going on so hopefully that didn't impact too many people and the other thing is that this is where they'll, they'll post the the off the record which is uh which is another live um show with ben and chris dancy and others um where they talk about what they're working on and, and any questions from, from their community. So that's another resource um, that's useful. And on YouTube, I noticed, um, looks like we've got some, some new, a new video series that, that this is the first time I've seen them. Maybe they've done some others, but Nuggets of Pearls and Wisdom. And it looks like these are really short, like two, one to two minute, um, clips where they talk with some some um, people that are experts so we might need to reach out and make some friends with with these people maybe we can cross share and have them on and vice versa um, so good short short videos on that of course uh, Gareth and his gap consulting 
has a weekly video that's always good to keep an eye on on what he's building. He does a great job on there. If you're into drag race, drag racing, looks like there's a, oh, this is from Lainey. She's been on our show, so that, that might be good. I didn't know she was into drag racing, so that is cool. And then our friend Ben, oh, this is the off the record and looks like they dove into personal health data in that in that episode. And, and then this is one of Ben's uh, videos. Plug for Ben, he also has a training course on Built on Air, training.builtonair.com. So if you're looking for more in-depth training courses, um, Ben's got a great one there as well as Jen Rudd, another expert. And here's our friend Ali talking to Andy uh, Cloak from Data Fetcher, which is an app in the marketplace. So if that looks interesting, you can watch that video and learn more about that. And that's about it for a week ago. Um, I still need to watch this one with Howie, uh, CEO of Airtable, and, and see what's up with that one. So that's still on my watch list. Hopefully this week I can get to that. So a few definitely, it looks like about, you know, 10, 10 videos this week. Um, and we'll be adding ours to that list here soon. So that's kind of it on the community. Any other general discussions and things going on in Airtable world? I think it's been kind of quiet. Um, I think we're kind of coming down from the, the arc of having so many new features kind of released last month and then we're just kind of uh like coasting on that if you will yeah yeah i i do feel like uh there are more apps coming out lately i feel like every time i open one uh, open a base now and look for apps it feels like there's a new one uh coming out more frequently so um that's exciting interesting yeah so yeah, document, this is one of the, the PDF uh, document creators. So it looks like their app is now live. So that's cool. Um, what else is new this week? Mail table. So sending postcards. So that's kind of cool. So if you need to send postcards, you can do that, manage it in your table base. Um, yeah. Those seem like the new ones for this week. Always good to check out and play with them. We, we'll do that on occasion on this show. We'll open up a new app and see what's going on there. So cool. Well, that is um, roundup of, of rounding the bases. So with that, we're going to do um, what we call an on-air spotlight. The main sponsor for this podcast and the Built on Air community is on to air ontair.com it's the all-in-one toolkit to run your business on Airtable and so for this spotlight we're going to continue on with um, I lost my all right continue on with um, learning a little bit about our Amplify um, application this application is a complete editor to interact with your data in line within Airtable. 
So it's a whole new way of looking and, and editing and, and managing your data inside of Airtable. It's a complete editor and you can get it through the marketplace. And in this segment, I'm gonna highlight the syncing feature. If you've used this product and aren't sure why there's this circle here, what this means is it's syncing um, the location with your Airtable base over here on the left. So if you want to have it synced, what that means is when it's, when it's circled in like that, that means that whatever you see over on the left will also be what you're seeing on the right. And so if you have, um, if you have a layout over here that's associated with, with this table, it will change to that layout when you switch. And then if I switch tables over here, then this side also switches as well. So if I go to, I know these ones have views on them. So now I'm, I'm looking at this table and you can see I'm on the live shows. Um, and then if I switch here, this will stay in sync. So your, your, your application stays in sync with your base. Now there's times when I want to unsync it what that means is now this layout stays independent of where I am over here. So if I move around over here, this side stays as it was. And then I can completely navigate the entire base um, and switch around to different layouts associated with each table all within here and it doesn't impact my location there. Why this is great is now I can go into full screen mode and use the application to navigate the entire base. And this actually has become kind of my default way of interacting with the base where I, if, if I'm dealing on a per record basis, um, I just open up this app and interact with it and no longer need to go back and forth and I can, I can see everything I wanna see all through navigating without here. So that's what the sync is. If you click it off, um, if you unsync it, and then when you switch tables, the other bad thing that you'll see is, um, so now it will actually update the, the side over here. Sorry, I need to sync it. There we go. And you'll notice the other thing is Airtable kind of has this limitation where it actually makes room so it shrinks your app to the sidebar again but um but you can get around that by unsyncing and then and then you're you're on your own as far as where you're located so that's on amplify check it out in the marketplace it does a ton more this is just one little thing that it does and hopefully you check it out and give it a try and let us know how it, how it's working for you with that we're now going to move to audience question I'm gonna hand the screen share over to Camille, who's gonna lead us in this. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, can people see my screen? Should be able to now, yep. Okay, um, so a question that I see on the community forums and on Facebook a lot, um, are related to if you have link records linked to each other um, and you're collecting a history of records over time sometimes you just want to look at the most recent um, record that has been linked to uh, the main one or any other kind of distinguishing factor like maybe you only want to show um, the active 
records that are, are linked to the original. And so um, I found myself kind of amp walking through how to do this um, a couple of times. And the answer is using a combination of lookup or rollup fields that have a conditional applied to it. So um, these are just a few of those um, questions that I had seen um, on the Airtable community forums that are all asking essentially the same questions and I'm going to walk through what the solution would be. So in this example base, I have a number of invoices and each invoice is linked to a customer. Um, if I go to my customers table, you'll see I only have a couple and um, each of these uh, customers has multiple purchase orders that they've had and sometimes I only want to see what is the most recent order for each customer. Um, the way I've done that is uh, making a roll-up field that uh, pulls in the latest order date. So it's looking at the purchase orders table, looking at the order date and using the max values um, aggregation formula. So that will give me the maximum date or the latest one. Um, then Going back to the invoice table, um, I have the order date table here and I have a roll-up field here that's called is the latest. Um, this is using a slightly more complicated uh, aggregation formula. Um, it's doing array compact, so it's getting all of the latest order dates from the customer. Um, and then it's wrapped inside of an if statement asking if that maximum date is the same as the order date for that particular record. Enter yes, and if not, enter no. Um, that's also another kind of neat trick for a roll-up field. It's not advertised, um, and it's not exactly easy, but you can write any formula that you can write in a formula field within the body of a roll-up field, and that, I use that quite often. So it saves you from having a roll-up field and a formula field. You can combine them together. So. Um, again, this is asking, is this, this date here the same as the maximum date for that customer? Um, if yes, then type yes. So back in the customers table, there's another field. Now it's a lookup. You can do it with a rollup as well. Um, it has the conditional applied. So only pull in the invoice number if the is latest is yes. And that's how I was able to get, you know, order number 18 is the most recent order for Bruce Wayne. Nice. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Very useful. And um, yeah, there's lots of tricks that the more you play with the roll-up fields and that, that um, insider tip that, that Camille shared of, of being able to write formulas. Um, it does get tricky because it doesn't give you a lot of feedback. It doesn't, yeah. um, I don't believe it has autocomplete. Where it doesn't. Yeah. It actually, it doesn't, it doesn't want you to put a formula yeah. in there. Um, <laughs> in, in a formula field, uh, when you're typing the formula, it will like autocomplete the names of, you know, the fields yeah. in the current table that you're working on. In a roll-up field, you can still you know, reference uh, the other fields in that table, it's just not going to autocomplete for you. Um, and the drop down that um, kind of autocompletes the formula functions are tailored to um, the array functions for rollups. They're not going to, it's not going to show if, for instance. Um, but you can do it if you're, if you're comfortable writing formulas, I would suggest, you know, giving it a try. And if not, then um, just use two fields. <laughs> 
Yeah. That's a, a cool tip. I, I really, I've seen that as an option, but I've never really tried it. So um, definitely going to have to see what I can do with that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I guess a little tricky to keep things straight of like what exactly is going on, but definitely allows for, for advanced um, setups like that and comes in handy. Yeah, and, and things like this, I, I like to do it just because um, the, the only field I want is this one, right? But I've had to add, you know, this field first and then the other one here. And so if I didn't combine the formula in here, I would have another field, you know, in order to complete this journey that we're on. Um, and so something to keep in mind sometimes in Airtable, you need to make more than one <laughs> utility field. And if you can cut that number down, sometimes it's it's beneficial. So yeah, yeah. Yet another field is Yeah. <laughs> but it can be done. It's just yeah. and it's um uh, conditional rollups and conditional lookups and conditional counts have been in place for a little bit now. Um, and before they were in place, this would have been really complex and difficult to do. And now it's, you know, not exactly difficult to do. You just have to remember um, that you need, you know, at least one utility field in both tables that you're looking at. Yeah, yeah, very true. Great, thank you, Camille. Mm -hmm. All right, I'm gonna switch back here. Our next segment is Automate Create and how to use automations within your Airtable base. And I'm going to lead the discussion on that. So this is a part two in our series. Um, if you remember back, if you watched the first episode, if not, I'll give a quick summary of what we have going on here. So our goal is to be able to send data from one base to another if, you, if you're doing anything with, with multiple bases, um, it's useful sometimes to send data from one base to another. Now, the easiest way and the way I would recommend if it works is using the new Airtable sync functionality to sync a view from one base to another. The disadvantage of that where sometimes it may not work for you is if you need to be able to edit the data in both bases because a sync is a one-way sync and in the destination base, you can't edit the data. You can only edit it from the source um, base that you're in. So if you have a slightly more advanced um, setup, this is a quick way. I'll just run through what, what we did last week, and we're going to continue that um, today. So we set up a, an automation that runs on the source. And it simply runs whenever we check a box saying we want to sync this or send it over to the other one. And then in order to send from one base to another, we had to do a little bit of a scripting code. There's not a lot of code here, but all we're doing is sending it to the webhook of another automation that's running in the other base. So Airtable recently uh, release the ability to trigger an automation off of a URL called a webhook. And so what we did was in the second base, our destination base, we set up a trigger using it's still in alpha, so it's not fully live yet, but, but it seems to be working just fine. Um, it will provide you a URL that you put into the, the first the, in the source base so that you can send data into this destination. So every time you send to this URL, it will trigger this automation. 
And the tricky part from here that we talked about last week is what, now that we have that data from our source and we have it in our base, what do we do with it? The default, um, the default uh, actions that Airtable provides, like the update record, they don't really have a way for performing a lookup. Um, you have to know the record ID of the record that you want to update. They also don't have any kind of concept of if the record doesn't exist, allow you to create it. There's no conditional like if else um, happening within here. So we talked about some ways that you can maybe get around that if you know the destination record ID and can store that on the source, then you could use that and send it in your webhook. Um, but the other approach that I think is cleaner but does require scripting knowledge is, is writing a script that um, I'll bring up here. And I just have, we're not gonna, it would take a little bit longer to go through the actual code. Maybe we'll do this for a scripting time session. Um, but I just kind of highlighted the, the steps that you would have to take. So first is you create these input variables. So any action that where you're passing data into a script, you can pass in the, the parameters and you give it a name and then you define where it's coming from. So we're saying it's coming from our webhook and the body is the, the data that got sent to the webhook. And we just passed um, two things. So these are coming from the, the source. So this is the name of the record from the source and then the record ID from the source. And so I just created two input variables, one for the name and one for the ID and link them to the data coming in from the, the trigger, the webhook. And then you can then um, use that information inside of your scripting code so you can get it from this input config. So the first thing that you would need to do is you need to get a reference to the table within that base, then get all the records to the, the table that you're looking to update. And then you'd have to kind of loop through or go through all of those records and find the, the match based off of the source ID. So you would want a field on your destination table that is storing. So it'd be a text field that's storing the source ID so that we know how they're linked um, would be the easiest way. You could link it based off a of name, but that, that usually the ID is the preferred way because that doesn't change. Um, whereas the names might change and, and that will mess up your matching algorithm. So, um, so once you find the match, if you find a match, then you would perform an update. If you don't find a match, then you would perform a create. So it creates a new record in that base. So that's the general concept of, of a script that you'd have to write. Um, and, and does require a little bit of scripting knowledge, but it has the benefit of performing an update or a create if it doesn't find that match, which if you create a new record on your source, that first time that you push that data over, it's not going to find it on the destination. So kind of needs a little bit more logic than, than what's available in the default um, steps available in an, in an automation. Any questions on that? Any thoughts? That's an interesting way. I mean, just to be able to sync it together using the webhook um, is unique. Yeah, it's uh, 
I think, you know, it's pretty great. It's, it's kind of unfortunate that there's no, um, if this record exists, you know, continue. If not, then create a new record for the update uh, record action. Um, and, you know, the, the, the script you were describing is actually fairly simple if you're, um, if you're familiar with JavaScript, you can, you know, you could bust a script like that out. But I know for Integromat, they have uh, their Airtable connector um, uh, I've used before. If, if, you know, the record I'm looking for doesn't exist, then make one. Yeah. So it would be nice if the Airtable could do that in-house as well. I know there's, you know, there's plenty of instances where Integromat or Zapier are still kind of the way to go. but there is, you know, I'm glad to see that more and more you can do straight within Airtable without having to get another third-party connection. Yep. Yeah, so they're, they're, they're definitely improving in that. The webhooks, I think, opens up a whole new, um, you know, realm of, of what's possible. I've used webhooks within the same base. It's not just for a cross-base communication. Um, it's great for integrating with third-party systems that support webhooks or sending, um, you know, sending information and then getting response back. So, yeah, webhooks are, are really useful. Um, even, you know, inside the same base, I've used webhooks to talk from one automation to another. And you can really um, create modular kind of automations that are repurposable, reusable. Um, in different means by using the webhook approach. So definitely check it out. Um, with that, it's actually a good segue into our next section. We're going to do another Ontair Spotlight. Again, sponsored by Ontair, the all-in-one toolkit for running your business on Airtable um, and the main sponsor of, of Built on Air. And this is a big one because... If you're in our community, you saw our big announcement yesterday talking about a new function, a new feature that, that Ontair just launched um, today. Actually, emails will be going out in just a little bit after this call, but we just launched a new library of predefined functions. And so this is part of our Ontair Actions app um, that originally was built inside of Zapier and is now a, a standalone product that runs within Zapier or can be used within automations or anything like that. And now with our functions, it's essentially a library of predefined tasks that are fairly common um, within Airtable. Everything from manipulating your arrays finding differences within multi-select fields, dealing with attachments, um, creating a log history every time fields change, um, performing math calculations, performing finance calculations, uh, financial formulas that if you're coming from Excel or missing in Airtable like IRR and net present value, things like that. But also just common tasks of like setting default values within a new record or copying fields from one field to another maybe um you know one one use case for a copy field might be we talked last week about the advantages of using a select a, a linked record versus a multi-select drop down list and sometimes a, a table with a linked record is better one of the drawbacks is it doesn't have the coloring of a multi-select 
So one thing you could do is create a copy field where still use a linked record, but instantly copy that value into a multi-select field that then has the coloring so it looks nice. So things like that on the copy field. But I'm going to show real quick a trigger upsert and um, what this does is essentially what we already talked about in, in the last um, automation create. So it has the ability to, every time a record in your source, if we use like that same approach, um, you know, if we were to look up, <coughs> I believe it is design projects. If we were to look up um, our sync checkbox and say every time the sync checkbox is checked, you can set up essentially a trigger within onto air, and then it will perform that all that code that, that I shared in the scripting, it essentially performs that action as well. So you specify which base you want to send it to, and then you specify um, where you want to um, update and then how you want to update it. So there's four different ways that you can perform an update. You can do an upsert, which is essentially what, what we just shared in the example, where it'll update if there is a match, or it'll create if there's not a match. Or you can say it'll update only, so if there's no match, it'll just, it won't do anything. Or you can say create new, so if it finds a match, it won't do anything, but if it doesn't find a match, it will always create a new one or you can just always create a new record. So very, very advanced ways of dealing with copying data from one table to another. And again, this can be within the same base. It can be in different bases that you're copying from one to another. So anytime your data um, updates, you would set, you essentially just match a field. So you'd say the name field in your source has to match uh, the CPC value in your destination. So this is considered a link, and if it matches there, then it'll perform an update. If there isn't a match here, then it'll create a new one. And then you specify all your mappings. So this is your source field. This is where it will go in the destination. And you set up all your source and destination mapping and then how you want to deal with attachments you could append to the end of attachment or override based off what's in your source so a lot of great functionality this is a very useful one to to map from one from an update to uh from a source to a destination so check out um onto air actions and check out all of our functions and we'll be adding more functions if there's a if there's a must-have function that you need let us know and we're, we're trying to add as many as we as we can and build out our library to be the most complete library of no code predefined uh, functions to perform any tasks that you need in Airtable. Next, we're going to move on to our industry view where we're going to focus on an industry and Hannah is going to walk us through that. So with that, Hannah, if you want to get your screen ready. Okay. And so this is a great, this is our first time doing this uh, segment, and we'll see what Hannah has in store for us on an industry view. Okay, let me choose 
The one I need. Okay, can you see that? Yep. Okay, so we are going to talk about using Airtable in marketing. And when you think about marketing, there are so many different aspects, <clears throat> so many different categories that, um, you know, encompass marketing in general. So what's great is that with Airtable, whether you're a small business, a larger company, or a team, you can use Airtable for your different categories of marketing. So I'm going to start with this one here, and this is actually uh, the template from the Airtable um, template section, and this is the marketing campaign. And what's great here is you can see that you know we're tracking all of our campaigns uh, in Facebook, on Google, on Twitter, and we're able to see each one in there and know what we have out there, how it's done, we can keep track of, you know, the response to it, what sort of numbers we have for it. And so it's a great way to keep everything together and everyone can see what's going on. So in these, you can, you can link to each one. So if we want to look at Facebook, we can see how many campaigns we have on Facebook, whether they're live or planned or paused. And then we can see using some roll-up fields, we use linked record fields and uh, several different types of fields to see how much we've spent on it, what, how many clicks we've had on it, uh, conversions and things like that. So uh, this is just one way is to track your ads. Now, when it comes to marketing, you have email marketing, traditional marketing, uh, social media, content marketing, all of these different things. And with Airtable, you can, you can put it all in one base or you can use multiple bases and sync them together. So if we want to have our social media calendar, we can write what we're going to talk about, what the post is going to be. We can add the image for the actual post and all the information. Now, what's great now is that in Airtable with the automations, now you can actually send a post directly to whatever platform you want. So not only are you able to keep track of all your posts and everything that you're working on, now you can go ahead and click a checkbox and send it to Twitter. So it's really an all-in-one, uh, able to see everything. Yeah. Which which channels do they support? So they support, they have automations for... Oh, goodness. Just maybe do the scheduled time. Let me see. They also have support for Hootsuite as well. So if you're already using Hootsuite. Yeah, that's a great integration yeah. there. Yeah. So just natively, Facebook pages, Twitter, Twitter, and then Hootsuite, which can do everything else. So it's a really great way 
to see everything. Um, you can create your marketing plan in here. Just kind of keep track of your KPIs, what your goals are for your entire marketing initiatives, um, whether that's direct mail. I mean, what's great is that really anything you can think of, you can create a base in here. And Airtable has an entire marketing section. So just to have something out of the box, ready to go, you have your content calendar. This is that marketing campaign tracker that you saw. And they really have just a lot of different options. And then not only that, you can go to the Airtable universe, and these are user-created templates for marketing. And really, it's just so many ways to grab one of these and to get started without having to worry about your base setup. But you can immediately copy one of these into your workspace and start tracking all of your marketing. Now, what's even better is now that you have everything in Airtable, you can then connect it to Zapier. And let's say your company loves spreadsheets and they just can't see using anything else. So if you add something in Airtable, create a Zap in Zapier and send it to a spreadsheet. So you know, the CEO has access to the spreadsheet um, and can see that without even having to log into Airtable. So what's great is you can connect everything together and work with however your company needs to work or however, you know, who's in charge, what they want to see and what can work well for them. Yeah. Do you also have the, if you go to the marketplace, Maybe check out airtable.com slash marketplace. And they'll have that right there for the four marketing teams. Yeah, so they have a collection of apps that are relevant. Although I will say they're missing Amplify and Master Calendar, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Uh Obviously, all the ones that they put up there, uh, to me, make sense um, for marketing teams. But I feel like there's, you know, maybe a couple more that, you know, would work just as well for marketing teams. But that's kind of the, the thing is with Airtable, everyone uses, um, everyone's Airtable is so different, which is why, in addition to having the template gallery, there's the universe and there's, you know, there's a thousand different ways to, to, to make any different base. So they might be using completely different apps than I think they might. Yeah. Yeah. One, one app that's in this marketing campaign uh, is the charts app. So you can have a visual of your campaigns and let's see on this one, oh, how many they have open or how many they have basically in each section. Yeah. We actually, um, yeah, they're also missing, they don't have posts to Facebook in their collection of automations. Um, but they do, they do have a script for, uh, I, I don't think I've played with that one, importing YouTube analytics. So maybe I'll have to try that out wow. with our live show. That's pretty great, great one. 
Yeah. yeah, I mean, what's great is if you, you create your content, whether that's social media or blog posts or videos, you can you can add it on here, uh, sync it together, have everyone on the same page to know how everything is doing um, in there. And then I also was going to show, I actually have this article on my website of just a bunch of different examples and tutorials that I find out in the wild about Airtable. And I do have a marketing uh, section here. So if you want to go through and read, you know, different ways people do it, how they use their dashboards connected to Google Data Studio, um, how to automate your social media content using Airtable, Banner Bear, in Zapier and then also a couple of ultimate guides from the Built on Air website. So it's a great way to read how other people are using Airtable for marketing and really the the options and opportunities to use it are pretty endless. Yeah. Yeah, we've had, um, we, I've worked with several marketing clients. It's definitely a high use case of, of Airtable. Lots of marketing um, teams are using it. And they've replaced, I won't name names of, of where they're coming from, but there's software out there that manages, you know, your calendar of your, of your posts, your blog posts, your Twitter feeds and whatnot and everything and costs thousands of dollars a month. And I've had several clients move off of that onto Airtable for, for much less and custom built to, to what they wanted. Um, and so, yeah, Airtable is a great solution for marketing companies because every market, like you mentioned, every marketing company does things differently and they, because that's the whole point is trying to stand out and be unique. And so if everybody was using the same software, they're kind of doing it the same way. So Airtable breaks that mold of being able to, to really provide your unique approach on how you do your marketing and, and build around your workflow. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I'll put another, I'll add my uh, plug in here for Built on Air. We do have industry guides as well. Um, we have one for marketing teams, content marketing, sales and marketing, and so great resources to, to check out and read. E-commerce is similar. And so uh, another great resource to for anybody doing, doing marketing. And... You know, similar to that, the calendar, I need to go back to, to my clients and introduce them to, to Master Calendar. I think mm -hmm. that um, I think that would be ideal for, for some clients that I'm thinking of. So oh, that's a perfect use case to keep track of the dates of everything yep. together. Yep, yep. Lots going on there. So great. Thank you, Hannah, with that. And so I believe that ends this week's episode. Grateful that everybody could um, join us. We got a few viewers on our first real live show, but this is episode two. And join us again next week Thank for on our podcast. And we will have more fun segments and fun uh, episode to, to join us. And we'd love to get your feedback. And feel free to subscribe to our channels. And we will see you next week. In the meantime, uh, good luck with your Airtable implementations, and we'd love to see what you've built on there. Bye. See you next week. Bye. Bye.